Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Welcome to Success Secrets Exposed with Sally A. Curtis, where we share stories of challenge, success, and inspiration, along with practical tips and strategies to move you forward to your success. And now, here is your host, Sally A. Curtis. Good evening, good morning, and good day to you all. Welcome to another episode of Success Secrets Exposed. I'm super excited to be sharing an episode on leverage, simplifying and scaling businesses today. So super excited because it's an area that I am very, very passionate about. And I have a fellow expert to share with you today in Donna Ashton. So for those that are new to the show, uh, I'm a content repurposing whiz for speakers, authors, coaches and consultants. It's my role to help them leverage their existing content into new profits. Sometimes that takes the form of turning their uh, books into two years worth of content for social media. So effectively, all that I help them do is turn their existing content into new profits, which is a different form of leverage. Now, today we're going to be talking with Donna Ashton, as I mentioned. We're going to be talking about simplifying and scaling your business. Now, it's her mission to teach us how, how we can take our daily processes that we already have within our businesses and transform our business with adding a program to enable us to create a true lifestyle business and leverage our time, which is our most precious resource. And that's regardless of whether you're running a full coaching practice that's booked out, whether you're a busy agency like myself, or whether you're speaking and traveling or just slammed with the everyday family inputs and activities that you have. Adding programs really helps you create leverage. It helps you create multiple income streams and it can be all done without a lot more work. So let's dive in to how we can all tame a six-figure business by working less and making more. So please help me welcome to the show, Donna. Thank you. Glad to be here, Sally. Thank you so much. It's so exciting to be able to share uh, your wisdom with the audience today. As I said, uh, you and I are sort of kindred spirits in a different uh, arena as far as it relates to, to leverage. So thank you for sharing with us. Oh, I'm glad to be here. Thank you. I'd love to find out how you uh, personally found leverage for yourself originally. Yeah, you know, sometimes we don't always plan. <laughs> we stumble <laughs> through our business, right? But I wanted to start my own business and I had 
Uh, my twins, I have twin girls and they were seven at the time and I was homeschooling them. So mm. I wanted something that I could do from home that wouldn't take a whole lot of time. And we were using um, Waldorf inspired homeschooling. And it was sort of, you know, one of those things where you don't really know what you're going to kind of create. But I knew mm. I needed some help as a mom who was homeschooling. And I knew there were others that needed it. So I just created um, what I call the Waldorf Connection, where I took, I kind of contacted teachers and curriculum and experts and people who had been doing it. And then mm. I would bring them in and interview them and talk with them and um, you know, kind of then let people listen to these conversations. And, you know, I turned it into a business by selling the, the recordings. And then as I went through, people started asking me, well, we want to hear from you. And I'm like, what can I talk about? I don't know much. I've only been doing this for a couple years at the time. And anyway, one thing led to another. And I started creating courses out of it because I just didn't have time to like devote to have like clients or you know, do anything that was going to take a whole lot of time because most of the day was homeschooling. And then the rest of the day, you know, was just running the household and taking yes. care of the family and, and shopping and cooking and all of that. Everyone. I had a yeah. very tiny window for business. And so I like right from the very beginning kind of went to the one to many model, which I know is not usually the, you know, the path. I didn't know better. I didn't know what I was doing. I just thought, well, this is what I'm going to do. And it worked. So I just kind of started way back. This is like the end of 2009 and 2010 when I, when I created my first course. So this is way back when I don't even think they were called courses at that time, but it was like, you know, just get your online training and workshops or whatever. And so I started creating a bunch of, of those and um, people loved it. And it was a way that as busy moms themselves who didn't really have any more time than I had, they could kind of, you know, listen at their own pace. And I created some core programs that I would, that, you know, after doing a lot of different things, then I sort of settled on some mm -hmm. core programs and I would bring them out once a quarter and sell them. So I had this whole, you know, turnkey thing where like you have to get it right now you know and i kind of went along with whatever they, like the planning stage during the summer when they were planning and you know i had the whole thing and um it was great and it, it just kind of gave me so much uh experience and then some of those moms began to ask me to teach them how they could you know while they're homeschooling how could they make a little extra money on the side so it was just a natural progression and i'm like Oh, I love that part. I love the business side and the marketing and the creating of the courses. To me, yeah. it was just something I could do naturally. I don't know. I didn't take, I don't have any background in like, you know, curriculum design or anything like that. It was just something I could figure out. So I started helping other people and thus kind of birthed the other business, my the business that I have now in 2016 uh, to help you know, entrepreneurs and it started with moms and then I kind of moved on to entrepreneurs um, and to help them create courses in their own business. Yeah, brilliant. And I think there's a couple of things you've touched on there. Um, you know, the one to many approach is deemed you do that later. Um, and I love the fact that, you, you know, you didn't know the rules, so therefore you just did it. Yeah. Uh, first place, which is in the which is so to me the epitome of you know a successful entrepreneur is that you just you just don't know what you don't know, but if you just keep doing and trusting in the process and forget about the how and what everybody else says, that's where that the magic happens because you're literally falling forward. You're falling into what you should be doing. So uh, yeah. that's um, such an exciting part of the story. And the other bit that I heard in there was that there was. Um, you you worked out that there was some core uh, pillars within what you had created. So you tried lots of things. And this is the thing that I, I, I see lots of uh, speakers and consultants, particularly when they're getting going, they want to try the one thing. Whereas when you try lots of things, you actually find what the pillars are and you actually find what people are going to buy or resonate with or resonate yeah. with and then buy. Um, so can you sort of um, sort of share how many th things um, did you, did you, you sounded as though you created lots of things and then set no. it on the 
course talk us through some of that because that gives some inspiration for the yeah audience. i mean again i didn't have any idea what it was going to turn into at the yeah. time it was just like i'm going to help myself and help others and then when people started mm -hmm. asking me to do the courses i was like oh what can i possibly teach you know i felt like that we're always it's like well what do i know that whole imposter syndrome and i'm like well i know right. how to create organization and like get things done and you know so i started there and then I, then i got some success with that and then i went to the next and the next but yeah i think it's um sometimes i had good ideas and that didn't always work you know i learned my lesson with that and story i tell it's like you have to really test your audience and ask and you know mm. I, what i call find their migraine problem because oh, nice. um you know because if you are if you are solving a headache problem, mm. people can just, you know, take some aspirin and go on their way. But a migraine problem, they have to get help. Like a migraine problem is a serious thing that they can't, mm. they need help from something or they can't, like, think of it. If you get a migraine, I get migraine. So I used to have, but it's like things stop. Like you have to go lay down or you have to take the medicine. Like you can't continue. So you want to find that serious problem or something that they have to get help with. Yeah. And I learned over the years, sometimes just creating something, thinking it's a great idea and then launching it. And then it's crickets. Like nobody wants yeah, yeah. that. And I'm like, oh, that was a bad idea, you know? Um, and sometimes even what people will pay for too. Like in the past I had, people said they all wanted something. Mm. And it was like this 95% of the people told me they wanted help with um, the organization of their day, like getting more done. Yeah. So I thought, great, this is going to be my slam dunk course. Okay. Everybody's going to buy it. And I'm going to be like retiring back here. Right. And okay. two people bought it. Yeah. And I was like, I, I was actually kind of angry because I had surveyed and I had never done this before, but I went back to my list and I was kind of like, what happened? Why didn't y'all buy this? <laughs> you still told me you wanted it. And they were like, well, we're on a limited, you know, we're on a one income families because we're home with our kids, we have a limited budget. And so we want to keep the money that we have set for homeschooling for curriculum and for art supplies and for books. And they thought like for themselves, how to like get it all done in the day. That was like a luxury or something they should be figuring out by themselves. So it was a lesson learned. And I actually took that course and popped it inside of another course because I know that that's the first thing they needed and but they didn't want to pay for it in that format. So yeah. sometimes you have to try things and what you think is going to be the great thing many times is not. But this up, yeah, I've and, had some yeah. myself with flat lines, doesn't it? It does. And you, and sometimes there's no rhyme or reason to it, but later mm -hmm. on you can kind of go, okay, well, but, but this resonated. So, you know, yeah. like you were saying earlier, sometimes you have to let, let your passion kind of, pull you forward and don't give up if it, the first thing doesn't work. Or yeah. I, if I had given up for every failure, you know, my business would have been over a long time ago. So it's like, <laughs> you just have to persist and think, well, you know, and then you get a little traction and you're like, okay. And then you have to, you know, keep going. So sometimes the things don't work, but um, you know, now that I've been doing it for so long, when I'm helping people, I can help them avoid some of those pitfalls. I didn't know what I was doing back then. I was just throwing spaghetti at the wall, you know, and hoping things would stick. And, um, and then I, I, I was able to kind of like create something like I was just like doing things for anybody who wanted to come and mm -hmm. anybody wanted to homeschool. And then it was hard because people were like, I want you to tell me about third grade and fifth grade and this grade. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I don't even know my kids are like in fifth grade. I don't know how to teach seventh grade. And yeah. so I had to come up with something like I started like focusing on people who are new to Waldorf homeschooling. Mm. And that made all the difference. Yeah. It was like what I loved. It was what I felt comfortable teaching and, and they needed it because they were brand new and it was like, what's happening. So I set myself up as the expert for like the Waldorf newbies. And yeah. I went that, but again, it took me a little while to kind of dance around and, and kind of figure it. I think that, you know, if you think you're just going to sit down and plan out your business, I, I doubt that's going to, I mean, I, maybe some people do it that way, but even my second, the second business, it's like, it doesn't work out the way you think it's going to work out. So no, 
yeah, I, and that's part of the entrepreneurial journey. It's so humbling, isn't it? Because it what, is, but it's also the fun and the joy. Like if it's all yeah. planned out, what fun is that, right? As an entrepreneur, we want to have new, fresh things. Yeah, and, and so discover. as we evolve, our businesses evolve. And even in started with courses, like I started working with moms, you know, and then I've now I'm working with high level six figure entrepreneurs. So it's a whole, you know, different thing. And as I evolve, my business evolves and what I'm saying and doing, I've, what I've learned, you know, it changes. And so you've got to change. And with the world changing, you've got to change too. Like you can't just be stagnant over here. You've got to go with the flow or you're going to be left behind. I'm sure you know what I mean. Yeah, very much so. And what I loved about uh, what you were sharing there is, you know, when something hasn't worked, you've uh, stored it and then you've actually reused it. So for me, from a repurposing perspective, that's everything that I do is everyone's got all this stuff that they've tried um, that didn't work at the time. They've learned a lesson on, so they've been able to move forward with it, but then they've realised, oh, that that element or that segment I can actually put over there or I can turn it into a lead magnet or I can do something yeah. with it. And that's, I think, the beauty of, you know, just going with the flow and um, being pushed forward by your passion, as you said, and listening to what your audience wants. Um, even if they say they want it and they don't actually want to pay for that right now, there's a way that you can use that as you did to serve them better, which then helps to leverage and evolve your business because yeah. you've got more experience to then take that experience that you've learned to leverage into a higher quality uh, or higher price bracket um, client, which is exactly what you've done. So. Yeah, that's brilliant. So tell us a little bit about what you, uh, I suppose, the common problems that you see as it relates to the, and I love that, the migraine uh, problem versus the headache problem because that that's so eloquently, eloquently different, isn't it, yeah. um, as it relates to helping these uh, people up-level their business and their income and their lifestyle through yeah. creating some foundational uh, or using their foundational processes for programs. Yeah, I think when people think about, and I have worked with all different, yeah. like everything from lawyers to artists to, you know, CEOs to coaches. So I've worked with like the, the gamut, but I think when you know, and you've got to have something that you is working here, here's the thing, like something that's working in your business. And I do work now with a lot of people who are doing one-to-one -one work, like whether, like we said, coaches and agency um, a graphic designer, web designer, somebody who's doing like projects and, and one-to-one. So they're, they're looking for something to start. It starts to get too busy. Right. And they're kind of like, okay, I can't continue down this road of taking on more clients. Like it's almost like their business is going too well for them. Yeah. Right. Like, but I'm maxed, right? Like yeah. I can only take on 15 clients or 12 clients or 20 clients or whatever it is for them. And yeah. then, but that at the same time, they want to scale, right? Yeah. We always have these big dreams, but next year I want to double my income and I want to make, you know, I want to make 250. I want to make 500. I want to, you know, I want to keep going. And it's like, how can they, can they do that? So I want them to know you don't have to reinvent everything. You don't have to like suddenly go, now I have to go, make a course and it's like this whole different thing because um you know they don't know many times people don't really know what it takes or you know what they're going to put in the course but what i like to do is take what's already working in people's businesses that and the process that they already have whether they know they have a process or not yes. because they do whether they know it or not and i help either pull it out of their head yeah. or take what they already have many times people have They'll come to me. In fact, I just had a woman send me her book. She's like, I have this book. Can you help me turn it into a course? And I'm like, yes. So taking, like you're saying, repurposed, you know, presentations, uh, videos, um, a workshop you did two years ago and then haven't been able to do something, but want to turn it into a course. And I can take all of that information and kind of organize it into something that's marketable, that makes sense and that will deliver really good results for the clients. And so you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to be like, okay, now what am I going to teach? Like you just take what you're already doing and package that up okay. into something that gives you, it's like, it does the work for you. It's the workhorse. It's the mm -hmm. one that shows up and does all the teaching and all the training so that you don't have to keep saying the same thing over and over and over again to all of your clients. Like 
I, I, I talked to this woman and she was literally like booked and working nights and working weekend mornings. And I'm thinking to myself, how effective are you for those people who you coach at seven o'clock at night, you know, versus the ones that you get the fresh ones in the morning? Mm. Um, you know, you can only do so much, right? You only have so much energy. And I feel like when you're creating a course, you're like bringing the best of you. Oh, well, when you're making those recordings, you know, you're like, I'm bringing the best, the highest vibration, the highest level of what I'm saying and bringing all of that. And so that people can watch that anytime. And mm. you don't have to be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so tired. I can't believe I have to say this again. Yes, for sure. And it's like it's almost like a, it's a time saver for you. And it's a time saver for them. They can watch these, you know recordings or whatever audios videos whatever it is they can watch on their own time and you know maybe they need to see it three times maybe they need to go back and if you're just coaching them one-to-one -one, they don't have that option it's like they have to wait till the next week before you bring the next thing or, or that kind of thing so this kind of like all this sets it up for when they come to talk with you you have specific things like it's kind of like laser coaching then like they've already watched it they've already formulated they're coming now here's what i have i love that video and here's one question i have it's like it just yeah. like brings things a little faster so maybe you don't have to have an hour coaching call you can have a 30 minute coaching call this is what i did for my client who was mm. so booked out and i said well if we have these trainings what if mm. you could just like if you've got 12 clients and you're doing 12 hours a week and now you're doing a 30 minute call You've just cut your time in half. That's a lot of hours you can reclaim. Yeah. So, I mean, there's many ways to do it, but basically we're just taking what they're doing and putting it into this workhorse thing. And I don't want people to think that it's like, well, it's not the same. Cause I, I get that. Like, well, how effective could it be? One-on-one -on -one is better. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I don't, I beg to differ. I mean, obviously, you know, you, you do want to have still some kind of support or something for there, but you know, in a group setting, or even if you let them watch videos and still have a one-to-one -one session, it's going to be quicker. It's going to be, they're going to be more focused. They've already had time to think about it and they exactly. can really, they can bring the questions they need instead of like, Oh, when you hang up, isn't always the way I would get off with my coach and I'm like, Oh crap. I wish I'd asked her that, you know? And then by the following week, it's not relevant anymore. I forgot what it was. Yeah, well, I think too with what you've also said there with the videos in the example that you've provided, I'm hearing very much the magic, the magic secret source to building momentum for both yourself and your client. Yes, yes. People you know, are, everyone's busy. Everybody, yeah. like, who wouldn't rather have a laser session for 30 minutes than an hour with their coach if you're doing the same thing or maybe even yeah. being more focused from the client's perspective? You know, it's like, great. I don't even have to be, you know, on the phone this much or, you know, and so it's, it is, I think it is helping. It gives a different type of uh, experience. And if you're in a group or a small group, I feel like you learn so much by listening to others. Cause the way I do it is like, I have my modules and then we have like a weekly call for the group, whoever's in. So I, it's the, it's more like a hybrid and I find, um, and this is just something that I've seen, and this is even before 2020, that self-study courses are just, people don't finish them. People aren't getting results from them. Like, and it's a very like scary statistic is like only 15% actually finish them. Mm -hmm. So the course industry, while it's still out there booming in digital this and e-course that, I feel yeah. like it's also, you know, people want people now, I think more than ever. And right. so we don't have to like throw it all away and go back to what we were doing. I want us to do business a little different. I want us to think about what the best is for ourselves and for our clients mm. and really create an experience that gets them just as good, if not better results than, than the way we did it before. And it doesn't have to mean we are you know, killing ourselves and working these long hours to serve our clients because that, that, how can that really serve if you think about, like I was saying, um, but how, what if we're refreshed? What if we're excited to get on this call and we bring our best instead of like, oh, not another one, <laughs> right? 
exactly. I just want to add add to that too because one of the things that I talk about when we're uh, when I've been asked to speak on content repurposing is I I often say is you know your clients are fatigued and you're fatigued and we need to say, uh, solve both of those problems at the same time. Yeah. And what I'm hearing through as we talked about that you know we're creating this magic source of momentum for both us and the client. And if, from my own experience, being in a community and a, a, a group where we do exactly what you've just said we've got training material that we watch and then we catch up for that week um sorry that once a week where we catch up as a group i remember getting there and i would had the most uh the rotten week and i was having scaling issues and we were having a conversation around this and you know when you're having one of those migraine moments you actually think that it's just your migraine and that nobody else could possibly ever have that migraine and it was really uncanny because there were six of us in that group and we'd actually all had a similar week and the things that I thought were only happening to me was was actually happening to everybody so listening uh, to that to the room there was so much tacit knowledge and wisdom within there that it gave me a very different perspective and so much more inspiration that to go on and implement so you know that in itself is adding is adding so much value to just a juices you back up like you're like i'm back in okay let's do this you know instead of like falling off by yourself like you said being an entrepreneur is hard no matter what and so trying to do it in a vacuum you know by yourself is is really hard but if you're around others and you're like oh well she's you know like you said you've got each other's backs you're kind of cheering each other on and yeah even if you have a a crappy week or whatever you're still like okay but let's just keep going and you know there's there's light on the other side right yeah and it's not it's not the train it's actually everybody else shining the torch and shining (laughs) the way forward you know or somebody does have like oh my god i made a sale or i did this and it's like all right then you're kind of re-motivated and it kind of i told it's like i call it bringing them back into the fold (laughs) you know it's like gathering them back in because life happens and you get distracted and you know and it's all of that and if you don't kind of bring people back in it's easy to just kind of you know just keep falling off into never never land somewhere else where they never return and that's that key around you know people are really wanting that connection now with everything yeah. that we've been going through and all the all the rest of it so with an example because i can understand the the coaching element can you share an example of somebody that's perhaps not necessarily or this is my perspective, not necessarily in a coaching arena, but more in that consulting. So, um, you know, something like a, uh, you mentioned a lawyer and those sorts of things. How do they bring something that's a little outside of their industry yeah. into their industry to create leverage for themselves? Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I've worked like realtors and lawyers and and that type of thing. And they usually have something that they want to teach or some like some form of super knowledge or some experience that they have learned and they want to help their fellow realtors or their fellow lawyers. Um, I had a woman who created um, she was a lawyer for um, 
what do you call it? When you have like the companies have to have all of their procedures like just done correctly. It was for doctors who had to have all their stuff. And she created this amazing course that they could just watch and do because a lot of them were like, we can't afford you in the one-to-one setting. Like she was very expensive to come in. But at the same time, people were like, but we need you. So Mm. instead of doing, you know, $10,000 or whatever, I can't remember what it was, like whatever, um, she gave them another option, a lower, a little lower priced option. And then she would have a little support on the side for them, but not the whole thing. So um, same with like the realtors. I'm just thinking of a woman who was like helping she wanted to help people flip homes. And, you know, mm-hmm. she had a whole course on that. And one had one about how to use social media to get more, you know, bookings or what do you call them? Uh, when you sign people to contracts for their house okay. selling or yeah. whatever. So it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be somebody, you know, that you're coaching. It could be, mm-hmm. but it does have to be something that you're teaching, right? Because okay. you're taking them through a process. So even like a web designer, Mm -hmm. Um, or a graphic designer or something. Now, Mm -hmm. obviously, you know, if you're making people's websites or something, you know, that, or like giving people massages, there's another one that I've worked with some like healers and things. Unfortunately, we haven't gotten to that place in our technology where you can like massage someone through a course, but I would like to buy that if they did. (laughs) Um, But you could still teach parts of things. Even like a chiropractor, I had one she wanted to do, because obviously you can't like adjust somebody, but she talked about posture and about you know nutrition and about like gut health and all this so exactly there's always something that's probably something they're teaching when their patients come in or where they're you know or something they're like gosh these people are so inexperienced they really need this or you see that need for it and you're like i know exactly how to fill that so it doesn't have to necessarily be like the one-to-one clients but it has to be something that you could teach that people are wanting and like that migraine problem like oh my gosh i need this and they they know they need that so then it makes it an easy sale when you're just like filling and creating the solution to that migraine problem yeah i think that's that's so beautiful in that you know we there's elements that we always do get asked there's that question that we do get asked and i know uh, many years back when you're filling out the you know what are you good at form trying to work out what you're meant to be doing if that if there is such a thing that we're meant to be doing you always get asked for all the time it's like yeah i always get asked for that but then you sort of look over here yeah i always get asked for that but you look over here and it's like if you're always getting asked for it there might just be something in there um and one of the things we often talk about is you know sometimes what we're bored with which is that thing that we're always getting asked with um there's money in the boring yes uh, there's an opportunity in, the, in that you know if you're, you're getting asked for it all the time but you're bored by it maybe it's you know that could be the first uh, first opportunity for a program or something that adds into a program later and those sorts of things and well. i, I want to say something about this because this is something that it might in my own journey you know we're always evolving And, you know, I've been like the last couple of years have been like 2020 was great. Like everyone was coming online and doing courses. Then 2021 Mm -hmm. started getting a little weird with everything (laughs) and in marketing and with courses and different things. And so I have a really good friend and she's like, well, why aren't you teaching the rest of the stuff that you do? Like you're talking about leverage and working less and making more. And I'm like, I am teaching this. And she's like, yeah, but what about the rest of it? And I, I was like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? So she had this, this went on, this was like a year ago. Okay. And then in the summertime, this conversation came around again and I thought, what is she talking about? And I had several people kind of say this to me. And finally I was like, well, what are they saying? You know, I really had to kind of step back and she kind of gave me some examples. She's like, you've never had a business where you've been like, crazy and it's always been very structured and you only work she's like you work less than anyone i know you make the money and how have you done that it's not just courses and i thought it was so interesting and it was a whole process of me like almost like backing myself out and looking at myself you know what i mean yeah. and it's like and, just the first, genius. Yeah. Yeah. and i was like what am i doing i'm like and i and i realized there were a lot of things and i was unconsciously like when I would coach people, I was like saying it, but I wasn't like saying it as part of my business or whatever. And I went to her and I was like, oh, I see what you mean. And the first thing I was like, well, can't everyone do that? And yeah. this is this just, I mean, this happened within the last six months to me. Yeah. And they were like, no. And then the second question I had was, will people pay for that? 
Right. So this is like, if the, if there's that thing and you, sometimes you don't know what you have and now suddenly I'm bringing all the simplified. And this is when I started talking yeah. about simplifying Simplify. your business. Before it was all about courses. And though I was still saying the same words about working less and making more and leverage your business, I was not giving the other little tools in there because I just assumed everybody did it the way I did it. And I still, to this day, even though I've been on this track with personal development and yeah. finding your genius for years, I could never really nail what it was. So maybe it's like, I'm ready to teach it now because now suddenly it's revealed, but yeah, there's something I mean, that you, that you think is like, Oh, everyone can do that. And, who would pay for that? Now, that's the thing I want you to stop right now and talk to somebody else because you, Absolutely. Can't, see it. you yeah. can't see it. And I was like, who can't do that? And then they're like, everyone. I'm like, oh. Yeah, everyone except you. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I use the word inner genius because there is that there is that thing that we all do yes. uh, that is so effortless, that comes to us so naturally that, you know, we give no value to because it is so easy and so right. effortless for us. But everyone's looking at you like going, we don't know how you do that. Can you please tell yeah. us? And I thought like? I had already nailed all of that, you know, which is kind of fun. It was it's a it's been a fun journey to go oh now i have some fresh stuff i can bring and it was really interesting to look at my own business and what am i doing and and kind of be the detective there and i think that's it's oh, there i go i just did something and it was like i'm writing it down it was really fun so yeah. now i'm like bringing a lot of other things and i'm like gosh i should have been doing this all along but who knew? <laughs> Isn't that the thing that we say all the time as entrepreneurs and as as you've said, as women, we're evolving and as people, we're evolving continually. So therefore, our business does. And that oh, I should have done this ages ago. I should have done this ages ago. That really, it's not so much that it, it should have been done ages ago. It's just that you've actually now seen the insight of your inner genius. Yeah. And now there's so much opportunity. You've recreated so much opportunity for yeah. yourself and for your clients, because now you're becoming into that scaled, uh, not scaled in a business sense, but scaled in a delivery and service sense. Yeah. You've got a new level of service that you can bring to the world. So I think that's. Yeah, and I think the world is ready. I think there's a, a, a like, I'm ready now to, to, to teach it because now I can, can see and the world is like ready like i've been doing this for 12 years but yeah. now everyone else is like hey we don't like to do business this way we're tired yeah. we're, yeah. we're burnt out we're ready to do something new so it's kind of you know it's just like, synchronistic, like yay <laughs> isn't it magic how timing just sorts itself out when the timing is right and it's never it not always our timing that needs to be right it's when exactly. the timing and our timing aligns so i love that one of the other elements that um, I was reading on your website was um, the quote, um, don't scale a messy business. Mm -hmm. um, so can we dig into this? Because this is one of my things that I see a lot is like, I want to scale. It's like, yeah, but you've got no systems or processes in place. And that looks like a nightmare. So talk us through that. Yes. And so many times people will come to me and they're like, I'm, I want to do a course. I'm ready to do, you know, and we take a look at what they're doing because I can't not do that. And obviously now I know why I couldn't do that. It's like, we need to look at the whole thing. Like, are you even like, can you even handle this? Like, and so if you've got like balls to the wall, just, you know, like things are crazy. You're paddling just to keep your head above water and yeah. you decide to scale that you're only scaling all of that mess yes. and all, of those all those problems are just bigger now and they're like yeah. on a bigger scale so i i know people want to scale and they want to make more money and all that but you have to do a little and it, again it doesn't have to be like okay now this year we're just cleaning everything up like i'm all about like let's do it and let's not like it doesn't have to take you know, yeah. so long. I mean, some things, it depends on what you, you know, what you have to do, but there are a lot of things that you can start to do to clean up and it depends on, you know, what's wrong. Of course, if you don't have any systems, then you might have to get something. If you, if you're, if you've got 12 different offers and you don't even know what you're, if you're just making things up, you know, there's nothing consistent, then it's really hard for you. Like what, how are you going to scale that? Like, what are you going to do? So it's time. And I think a lot of times people, and I, and I agree to this in some ways, like you got to hustle at the beginning and try to get almost to that six figure place and just however you can, because just like me, I was trying this and trying that. And, and, and then you then you kind of start to get to that place where, OK, I've got money coming. I've got clients. I've got things happening and things are going well. Now, let's take a look, because if I want to go to the next level, 
what got me here is not going to get me there. And I think yeah. that's one of the big things you think that you can just keep going, you know, to scale into multiple six figures and beyond, but it's just, you're not, you're not going to be able to do it because you run out of time and energy before and you can hit, make that money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've really got to clean some things up. You've got to take a look at what's working, what's not working. And really, I love the word simplify to me. That just like, encompasses everything like i don't want you to be more efficient i don't want you to be like more productive like i think those are like old like you know stale things like i want yep. your business to be simplified and i want you to have time to do what you want to do and spend just a few hours a day working or only work three days a week or whatever it is you want like i feel like we have this like construction and i did this podcast episode about where did this come from where we have to work nine to five right many of us worked in corporate or worked in a job and we just assumed as entrepreneurs you know that that's how we have to do it and if we don't we're like wasting time or we feel guilty or something like there's this whole thing around why is it like this this whole i don't want to bash men but sort of a masculine approach to business and i think now it's like time to you know kind of i don't want to say balance even but like why do we why do we have to do it that way why can't we just why can't we build our business around our lives instead of our lives around our business yeah. <laughs> mic <Well>. drop <laughs> very very well said and i think um, as you said about the entrepreneur and i'm just laughing at myself because i'm just currently doing some lead generation and, you know, part of the process of what, uh, what going through that's from a systemized approach is, you know, um, you know, what times, what times. And it was sort of like we instinctively when we were going through and setting it up or setting it up with a client, we went nine to five. And, you know, two days in, we've sort of gone. That's not working. And it's sort of like we need to actually adjust this to how you naturally operate. So it's not nine to five for you. It's like seven to nine. Right. Seven to nine. It's that's where it needs to be. But how do how how easily we default to what's perceived as normal? Right. Point number one and point number two. How much by doing that do we actually overcomplicate what could, in actual fact, be incredibly more simple? Yes. Yes. And I think because I started off with no time and, you know, this, I had to just do it, you know, I don't know if that's it or it was just my like natural way of having boundaries and, and just doing things in a very compartmentalized way and just like doing it. I never got too much into that. There were a few times where I started having lots of calls and lots of things. And I thought, oh my gosh, is this what people do all the time? I don't know how they can do it. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I don't want to do it, but yeah, it's interesting. Like why, you know, I feel like the world is like just waking up from, you know, the last couple of years and like, yeah. let's not go back to the way things people are like, let's go back to the way things were, but we don't want to go back. Yeah, to the way things were. yeah like, things are like, let's change the way let's change the perception. Like what, what if you had no, you came from another planet and you'd never worked before. And like, what would you decide if you had no preconceived notion about what your work could look like? Why can't we almost like meld our mm. businesses? Because especially as women and we work from home, like our business and our lives are weaved together. We're not like going off to the office and then coming home, most of us, right? Yeah. So it's like we need something that fits today's, you know, our lives. And why can't we just create something that supports mm. the whole thing as one big package? And like can I can all it together. Yeah, absolutely. A part of that, um, there's a question that keeps popping up. And as I've had that question come into my head three times, it's sort of like, well, you're going to have to ask it now because it's <laughs> three times. Um, do people know in your experience what is actually working in their business until they have a conversation with you? Well, maybe not. I think, you know, people are just like, they're just, it's all going like this. But when we take the time to sit down and we start looking, where do your clients come from? How, you know, I had this woman, she had like this. And I said, like, where is, where are the money? Where is the money coming from? Who's getting the results? We really started looking and she was like, I have to hire people. I don't know what I have to do. And it was very, like, we did the little exercise about, you know, what are you spending your time doing? And and it was it was an, a very aha moment of the awareness of yeah. that of like what is like how many things we're doing that don't even work 
right? And we do and, and like, posting yeah. on social media, doing all this other stuff. Let's make reels. Let's do this. Let's go live. And like none of that was like, you know, and how many of those things don't even like, that's not even where your clients are coming from. How many? So yeah. like, let's sit here and like, like really dig into what is working and do more of that. And then let's let go as much as we can start going to let go of what isn't working. And yeah. it's like a breath of fresh air for people. Usually it's like a, you know, it's like this sigh yeah. of relief of, Oh my gosh, I want to make a simpler business and this is getting so complicated. And I think they're just looking for permission almost of like, you don't have to keep going like that. We don't have to follow that model. I absolutely agree. And I, I wanted to get your insight on that because one of the things that I often have with clients is that they've got stuck in that whole content creation, but more oh, importantly, they've got stuck in, I've got to be on all these channels and I've got to be posting every day. Oh and in reality, when you actually look at the numbers and the statistics, I've got one client that went from, you know, seven days, three channels, you know, uh, you know all that sort of stuff that literally went down to one channel two days a week on the specific days that his audience is on online and things did this because it was uncluttered it was easy it was yeah. joyous for him because we were able to simplify as you said yeah. and I think that becomes such an ex an, a, a, an exciting word because simplified actually enables you to let go of all the complexity that we like to try and add and throw in at everything yeah and we don't need to now we yeah, actually yeah. giving people permission to not do that now exactly <laughs> right yeah, so just as, I, you know, I knew our conversation would um, get uh, entrailed and we'd get into some really juicy bits yeah. and pieces, but can you share with the audience a little bit about the offer that you have that you've got for the audience, which is the um, your simplifying template, if I'm saying yeah, that? Yeah, it's just sort of a um, kind of a checklist, if you will, of what you can do to start simplifying your business and scale, like sort of the steps that you need to do to do this. So if you're like, oh, I want to simplify and I want to scale, which I find is usually what people want. <laughs> that way you can kind of go in there and look like here's the things for the simplifying and here's the things for scaling so that you can start to see, you know, what is it going to take and, you know, what do I need to do to start moving forward with that so that you can be like, okay, great. Because a lot of times people are like, I want to do this. Where do I, I have like five minutes. Like how <laughs> can I, I mean, people say I want a course, but I, I, I can barely take a shower, you know, and, and eat. So it's like, okay, you know, we have to start small. We have to, you know, you can't just go from working, you know, seven days a week to just two days a week. Like it, there's little bits, but I find it's almost like a snowball of incremental. When you start as, as you're pushing it, it's getting bigger and bigger. And once you get a little chunk of time, then during that time you can, creates more time and and all of that so it's it's just like looking at what has to be pruned i call it back in your business so there are some good tips and things in the in that template to yeah. kind of get you started and take a start looking at your business in a little bit different way like we were saying sort of backing up a little and kind of taking a look at okay what can i do i know i can't throw everything out and i don't i don't want you to do we just have to kind of tweak a little bit and yeah. prune back a little bit and um you know, just give a little fertilizer to what's working and, okay. and just kind of trash the other stuff as we can, prune as we can and like get rid of what we can. Yeah. And I think that's so eloquently said. So for those that are listening or will be listening to the show after the fact, the um, website is www.donnaashton.com forward slash template and you'll be able to get that template and of course that will give you the same access to be able to connect uh, with Donna as well and for those that also are on LinkedIn you can find Donna on LinkedIn and on uh, Facebook as well. So what we'll just do very very quickly now is just nip to a very very quick commercial break and then we'll come back and do a very quick recap. Are you a speaker, coach or consultant wanting to increase your reach and impact? Need to save time and leverage your resources? Content repurposing is the fastest way to increase your visibility, credibility, and profitability online and reach your audience with ease. You already sit on a mountain of gold that is highly valuable to your audience. It's in your books, training manuals, articles, and presentations. We regularly turn clients' books into 12 to 24 months worth of content. Let us turn your existing content into visually stunning bite-sized content tiles. Content repurposing is the easiest way to turn your past into profits. 
Turn your existing content into bite-sized glitter that you can sprinkle everywhere with ease to attract your ideal audience. Let us amplify your voice, your message, and your impact. Find out more at sallyacurtis.biz. So thank you very, very much for joining us. And just as part of a very, very quick recap of uh, today's um, discussion, it's been, been very much about do more of what is working. Also, time is not renewable. So take as much opportunity to, to claw back as much time and create more leverage for yourself and really, really look at what's uh, working in your business so you can leverage that. If you're unclear of what's really working in your business, then certainly book a discussion and a conversation with Donna so she can help give you the insights around that as well. Next week, we'll continue the conversation on scaling and we'll be talking about how to bring in um customer service and customer centric uh, sequencing to actually help you to continue that scaling process uh, within your business. So Donna, thank you so very, very much for sharing so much of your uh, wisdom with us and so much of the entrepreneurial journey that we're all on and the roller coaster ride and the, you know, the insights that, it, that we have as humans um, in that uh, when our inner genius is shining, we do get those little universal nudges and, you know, we get directed into the, the right place any closing words or uh, comments or invitations from you donna um well i just what something i just want to say that you were saying about time is non-renewable and i, I really yeah. feel like we're at a place in the, our lives and in the world where we start to really see um you know what matters yeah. and of course we want to help people and we want to create something that will impact the world but we also want to spend time with family and do the things that we want to do so you know why not do it, why not do all of that? Like you, you shouldn't have to pick one or the other. You could you know, really create something that, that gives it all to you so that you can live the life that you really want and not have to sacrifice, you know, time with family or not being able to help as many people as you want to help in, on your, in your big mission and, and to really have a life that's fulfilling and um, gives you everything you want. Brilliantly said. Thank you very, very much, Donna. Thank you for everyone for joining us on today's episode. And I look forward to seeing you next week on another episode of Success Secrets Exposed. And for those at home, a great uh, warm and uh, welcomed applause for Donna. Thank you very, very much. Uh, thank you. And we'll see you all next week. Take care. Thank you. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining us, and I trust that you got some inspirational tips to move you forward. You can find this episode along with many more on your favorite streaming platform such as iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, and more. See you next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time for more Success Secrets Exposed with Sally A. Curtis. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.